Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 46 of If You Smell What The Arch Is Cooking. I am your host, Archie Mitchell, and tonight is a very special episode because we are just two days away from WrestleMania. That's right. The granddaddy of them all, the biggest stage in professional wrestling, has once again fallen upon us in this 365 days of the calendar year. And I, I just couldn't see myself going through this time of year without doing a special show about WrestleMania. So instead of our normal NXT and AEW uh, results show, we're going to go ahead and talk about the top five WrestleManias, in my opinion. And I'm going to give you the entire card for WrestleMania 38, along with my predictions for this Saturday and Sunday. Um, WrestleMania has been around now 38 years, and it is the most um, decorated wrestling show that there's ever been, because when you look at all the other companies that have come and gone, um, WCW and Starcade was a great show, very decorated. WCW did last. AWA and all of their super cards, they didn't last. The NWA, even ECW, they all had some of the best pay-per-views you could think of. They all had a once-in-a-lifetime, once-a-year show that they brought to you. And they didn't last. But the WWF and WWE have been a constant now for 38 years just for this one show. WWF has been around longer than that. We know that. But just for WrestleMania, we are now at year 38. Congratulations to Vince McMahon and the WWE. I know I can't wait. This is my favorite time of the year in pro wrestling because here's what you get. It's now a two-night filled of WrestleMania, Saturday and Sunday. It has been for the last few years. You get... Also, though, let's look at this as a whole, ladies and gentlemen. This year, Friday night, we're getting WrestleMania SmackDown. And from what I'm hearing, this will be going on either tonight on SmackDown, either before or after this airs. We're getting Sami Zayn. Oh, we're getting, excuse me, we're getting a promo from Sami Zayn. We're getting an intercontinental title match between Ricochet defending against Los Lotharios. And we're getting the Andre the Giant Battle Royal all on SmackDown. Following SmackDown, we're getting the WWE Hall of Fame. That's Friday night. Saturday, we are getting NXT during the early afternoon. They say around 2 p.m. Then the WWE WrestleMania pre-show. And then WrestleMania 38, night one, Saturday. And then Sunday, we are getting WrestleMania pre-show. And then WrestleMania night two, Sunday. And then, uh, some people even favor this more. Monday Night Raw following WrestleMania is usually the best Raw ever. So look at all we're getting for the next four days. 
it, it, and then there are people who are saying, but you also got AEW. Uh, Impact is going to be on. NWA is going to be on as well. There is like 24 hours worth of wrestling on this whole week. And I've already watched Monday Night Raw, NXT, AEW, and there's still more to come. It's ridiculous. But it's why we're fans. It's why we have fun doing this and watching it. So let's go. Go ahead and pop open your favorite frosty beverage. And listen to me spew my venom, my hate, and my love for the world of professional wrestling. It's time for some quick hits. And quick hit number one is the Steiner Brothers are officially going to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Now, a lot of people are oohing and because Scott Steiner has been so critical of the WWE Hall of Fame, the WWE in general, Triple H, and what have you. But Steiner Brothers were a very, very vital part of the tag team division in both WCW and the WWF. I can think of no better tag team. This needs to happen with Braun Breaker, the son of Rick Steiner, now on the um, roster of NXT. It certainly needs to happen for that young men's betterment. I am very proud to say I'm a Steiner Brothers fan. I love Steiner math. I am a user of it on a daily basis. Congratulations to Rick and Scott Steiner for going into the WWE Hall of Fame. You guys definitely deserve it. It's needed. It's wanted. It's merited. So let's freaking go. Number two, reports starting last week insist that NXT Stand and Deliver will be Tommaso Ciampa's last NXT event. <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong, that does not mean that Ciampa will be leaving, going either to AEW or back to Ring of Honor or wherever. No. He is finally going to succumb and go to the main roster and look to become the star that he should be. Ciampa has size. Ciampa has speed. Ciampa has charisma. And he definitely gets the fans behind him. If Tommaso Ciampa goes to the main roster, whether he's on Raw or SmackDown, I could see him within three months' time being the Intercontinental or the United States Champion. I could see him feuding with somebody like a Ricochet or even Sami Zayn or Kevin Owens. Hell, I could even see him being in a feud with Seth Rollins. Tommaso Ciampa, within 18 months, could be a WWE champion and or universal champion, depending on if they keep that title around. Because he is that damn good. Ciampa has stayed seven years in NXT. Why? Well, if you hear him tell it, and better to come straight from the horse's mouth. He did not want to go to the main roster and, fly, and just sit there and flounder and do nothing productive. Can't say as I blame him. <clears throat> and um, he was right with everybody that was on that roster at the time. So many people, he would have just sat there. He would have been getting paid and become complacent. And he didn't need that. And now that the roster has been dwindled down a little bit with so many um, releases and, and cuts, 
now be the, maybe the time that um, Tommaso Ciampa could make it onto the main roster and do an incredible job. I'm waiting for it. I want to see it. Good luck to you, Ciampa. Good luck to you at San Deliver against Tony D. Please wipe him off the map. And I can't wait to see you on Raw SmackDown. Now, it being WrestleMania week, you think there'd be more news and rumors and everything going on, but no, we are not at that point yet. So there are only two quick hits for this week. My apologies. So we're going to go ahead and go into the top five WrestleManias, in my opinion. Why are they in my opinion? Well, because it's my show. <laughs> Number two, because I did not sit there and go through a laundry list of what other people thought the top WrestleManias were, and then put my stamp. Oh, I like that one too. Oh, I agree with him. No, these are my top five as I see them, as I want them to be, and as what I feel the regards behind them. So, starting off, our list. Number five is WrestleMania 35. You ask yourself why? Well, here's why. It was my second WrestleMania I ever attended. I tailgated with friends, enjoyed every match on the card, and got to witness history with the first women's main event in WrestleMania history. You had Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey put on a great match. I know there was a botched ending, but hey, they still put on one hell of a damn match. You had The Undertaker. You had John Cena. You had uh, so many incredible athletes on one card in one night. John Cena going back to the Doctor of Thugonomics for one night only to surprise Elias. Everything was booming in the WWE at the time. And like I said, I got to tailgate with some friends. Enjoy myself before the show. I was there with my son, who uh, I share a very big bond with when it comes to wrestling. And it was just a fantastic fantastic night uh, of a pay-per-view. So WrestleMania 35 comes up at number five for me. Number four, WrestleMania 15. The first of three Rock and Austin's matches in their trilogy. A mania that is still talked about and looked at as one of the best ever. A stacked card, ladies and gentlemen. Whether you looked at that card, though, from day one or to today, you may have looked at it and went, well, it's not the best card ever except for Rock and Austin. Go back and watch that pay-per-view. Go back and watch guys like Eddie Guerrero, Test, Chris Benoit. Watch those guys kill themselves in that ring. Watch them put up a fight for every damn minute that they got on the show. It is one of the best WrestleManias I've ever watched. And I still go back and watch in bits and pieces and try and see exactly what's going on. Because there are still some little things that I miss. And I like to pinpoint them and see what exactly was going on. What was the feeling? What was the attitude going on there? I absolutely love WrestleMania 15. Number three, WrestleMania 24. I hadn't been watching wrestling for about eight months. I got out of it. I got bored and I wasn't really enjoying it anymore. My son, who was nine at the time, 
asked if we could order it, and it was a solid card. But watching Ric Flair on HBK and seeing the same look on his face during the Mania that I had on my face when I was a young boy during my first WrestleMania, it instantly made me a fan again. Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair put on one of the best storyline matches I've ever seen. And when Shawn Michaels looked up at Rick and said, I love you and I'm sorry, and super kicked him, my heart was crushed. Fast forward a couple years later, when The Undertaker beat Shawn in his retirement match, I was once again crushed because now two of my absolute favorites were forced to retire. But sharing that moment with my son at WrestleMania 24 in my living room, he and I cheering, it was a moment that I'll never forget. WrestleMania 29 is in at number two. And once again, here's why. This was the first Mania I ever attended. My son and I had been watching together for five years and been to countless shows. Raw, SmackDown, and indie shows, most importantly. But Mania was special for us. And you're going to find out why in just a minute. But seeing Cena versus The Rock, Punk versus Taker, and Triple H versus Lesnar, the whole show was absolutely incredible. I even joke every now and then, and I say, we even got a Puff Daddy concert because Puff Daddy sang three songs during the event. But... I have to say, it was a great show. The Shield was still in its infancy. People were still trying to deal with them. The build-up to Undertaker and Punk. The build-up to Rock and and, and uh, Cena. Seeing my son there cheering. We were both wearing the Just Bring It t-shirts. It was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And now for number one. My number one WrestleMania is WrestleMania 6. The first wrestling show I'd ever watched. Having never liked it before, my granddad made me sit down and watch next to him. The undercard was good, but then I caught sight of Hulk Hogan, the Ultimate Warrior. The rest, my friends, is a story for another day. But I will never forget watching my first Mania with my granddad and sharing wrestling with him until the day that he passed on. Welcome, Mr. Nate Maxson. Hey! Ladies and gentlemen, the proprietor of the We Can't Wrestle uh, podcast, uh, the owner of WrestleNet Radio, and my one of my close friends, Nate Maxson, is here joining us. And, uh, and you caught, caught me at a somber moment, actually. <laughs> and, well, I was just going to say the uh, the proprietor or the CEO is fucking drunk, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> I didn't know Archie was recording tonight. So right. here I am, and uh, take it as it was. Uh, I might be Pat drunk. Um, Pat drunk. That's uh, that's an insight. We might need to add. Yeah, we might need to edit that. <laughs> um, whatever. The- Nate's joining me here. We have so much going on this week with WrestleMania, with so many different recordings. I, Nate was like, are you recording tonight? I'm like, in order for me to be on everything else we've got going on, I might as well record tonight not to be in anybody's way come Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. 
Yes. Um, so, and then I told Nate, come on and join me. And like I said, you caught me at a somber moment because I was counting down my top five favorite WrestleManias. And I mentioned WrestleMania six because that was my first mania. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was, I was forced to watch it that night because my granddad had ordered it and he made me sit down and watch it with him. And catching sight of Hogan and Warrior, it birthed a fan who now, here we are 29 years later, WrestleMania is upon us again. And those are the great moments, brother. I mean, yeah. you know, you you go back to your fandom. You know, that's why yeah. that's why even though maybe the product isn't what we once loved or once right. we what we you know what I mean. It isn't yeah. what what we once uh wanted it to be. You still watch WrestleMania. Exactly. Exactly. It could be look, the product could be in the toilet. But if we find out, hey, it's March going into April. Guess what? It's WrestleMania season. We're watching. Absolutely. You know? From rum, from Rumble to Mania, I'm yep. I'm all in. Oh yeah. Sorry, yeah. AEW. Sorry for the pun. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, what would you give me a, a like? A, I, I did my top five. If you want to go ahead and do your top five, go right ahead. What would you say your five favorite WrestleManias are? Number five is probably. I mean, going back. Number five is, uh, it's hard to, on the spot to rank them, but right. I'd say my top five, and I, I don't want to put them in a specific order. That's fine. Um, but five, 20, WrestleMania 21. Okay. Um, I think, you know, Sean and, and Sean and Angle is one of the best matches yeah. ever. The storyline um, for that whole feud. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. And it just, it was kind of an ushering in of a new era with Cena and Batista. Right. You know, and right. that's a great mania. Um, WrestleMania three, obviously, um, the perennial WrestleMania, Hogan and Andre, um, Steamboat and Savage. Oh yeah, you can't argue with that mania, and the the, the yeah. card itself is structured perfectly. Right. Um, number three, thirteen. Great, and that is that is that is because that's the one. I know a lot of people shit on it other than Brett and Austin, but it is it is the WrestleMania that's very visceral for me because I was I was in my early to late teens and that was my right. peak as a wrestling fan. We talk about the the nineties all the time on all right. of our shows. Um it was the birth of the attitude era, if you really want. I mean the people could say it was Austin three sixteen or that double turn, it changed everything. Yes, absolutely. You Absolutely. Know, so. um, fourth, for me, just from a nostalgic standpoint, would probably be, I mean, man, WrestleMania 25 is really good. Yes, it is. With with Sean and Taker. Sean and Taker. And, I mean, and, and, and I love the retirement match. I love 26, but Sean and Taker is possibly the greatest WrestleMania match ever. Yes. Uh, at 25. And then fifth, and again, this is in no particular order. Of course, um, one that holds a big, a big part of my, a chunk of my heart is is WrestleMania eight. And Hogan and Slaughter. No, 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 no. Hogan, oh, uh, Hogan, and, Hogan and Sid, and, and then Flair and Savage. And, and, Savage. Yeah. Yeah. and I think that one is that one holds a spot in my heart because it's the actual first one I got to actually watch live. 
Um, I went to a buddy of mine's house. His dad ordered ordered it for us because my parents were not going to ever order a wrestling pay-per-view. I they understand. Were, they were not a fan. They were neither one of them are wrestling fans, and neither neither one of them were very supportive of Aaron or my love of wrestling. Understandable, understandable. Um, so that's the first one I got to watch in person, live on pay per view, and right. it was really good. It was a really good show, and um, Flair and Flair and Savage stole the show. Obviously, oh, definitely. But they, yeah, those are my five. I, I like them. I like the way you ranked them too. Uh, you know, I, I had my, my my list was WrestleMania 35 because it was the second Mania I attended mm-hmm. live in person. Uh, WrestleMania 15 because it was the start of the Rock and Austin trilogy. Uh, 24 because of Flair and HBK, but it's also when oh, my yeah. son got into wrestling. So just like me at nine years old at WrestleMania nine, here he is at wrestle at WrestleMania 24 getting into it um 29 being the first ever mania i ever attended with my son again we were watching for five years already and then as you t- i told you wrestlemania 6 because of my granddad and i having that bond with it you know you like you said you watched your first one at your buddy's house wrestlemania 8 when you get those little memories mm-hmm. of watching mania and maybe you wrestled with your brother as you were watching it or somebody reenacted a ladder match moment by getting on a chair and putting pulling down a belt or it just makes it more fun and and, and my butt about the show yeah and my buddy paul who i went to the house and watched that with now is is tragically passed on you know there you go. so it's you know and and as wrestling fans people who don't i mean it's it's kind of like music you know right. and as I said, ladies and gentlemen, before I came on here, I'm drunk because I didn't know Archie was going to record. Mm-hmm. But um, I was, I was, I was doing stuff around the house and listening to music tonight with my wife and drinking beer. And it's just wrestling's like music. It's this visceral thing where even if even if WrestleMania eight is not my favorite WrestleMania to watch. Like you said, with the memories with your son and your grandfather, we as wrestling fans are much like, it's much like music. It is something, mm-hmm. it is an art that we love, and we attach that art to right. to personal things in our lives. Right. And exactly. I attach wrestling not only to my brother, and not only to the friendships I've made through it, like with Archie or with David, mm-hmm. but to that, you know, my friend Paul and I, when we were kids in, in our school, we were the wrestling fans, you know, and right. he, he and I hung out and that's why we were friends. We, we became friends through pro wrestling and yep. watching WrestleMania eight with him, whether anybody wants to shit on the show or not, they can go fuck off because for me, right. that has a personal attachment, Exactly, you know, exactly. So. There's, there's, Nate's bringing up wrestling, you know, you, you may put on a, a playlist and a song might start, and for the first couple minutes of that song, you're like, okay, and you're jamming, but then it might spark a memory of you and a buddy driving somewhere, right? or your first date, or your, your first you know high school out, night out or whatever, and now you start thinking about all that, and all those memories come popping up. Mm-hmm. With wrestling in the same way, the night of the pipe bomb, I was sitting there pissed off because of work watching television, 
here comes CM Punk just as pissed off as I am. And you have no idea. You have no idea what's about to happen. Right. And he delivers this promo that makes me go, oh, shit. He just mentioned New Japan Pro Wrestling on Monday (laughs) Night Raw. You know what I mean? So there's always going to be a memory in some, even if it's Impact Wrestling or or NWA or whatever. It doesn't, there's always going to be some part of wrestling that resonates with a part of your life because you had it going on during that time. You know, I stopped watching for those nine months before WrestleMania 24 because I had so much going on and the product was so crappy that I didn't care anymore. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. like, I put so much time into this thing, I don't need to watch it that much. I could recite it in my sleep. And then my son's like, hey, dad, can we watch WrestleMania? Who knew that was going to be the moment? Right. Boomed again. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it happens. And that's what we love about this time of year. Because, like, with Christmas or New Year's or a holiday, it's a wrestling fan's holiday because we're waiting for the biggest moment. Exactly. And this year, with what we've got going on, there are possibly big moments, not just one, but a few big things that could pop up and make us go, oh shit, it's really happening. You know, mm-hmm. um, going into this next part of the show here, Nate, we're going to be talking about the WrestleMania 38 card and giving our predictions. Okay. So the first match that they have written down, I, this is in no particular order to nights one and two of WrestleMania, the stupendous WrestleMania. <laughs> stupendous. <laughs> yeah, all right, Vince, we got yeah. you. Thanks. You looked in the dictionary, that David. Um, <laughs> it's RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. Now, I actually like all three of these tag teams, Nate. Mm-hmm. RK Bro came together kind of like a, an odd couple kind of way, but they now are meshing well. But then you got real ta- two real tag teams like the Street Profits and the Alpha Academy. I think this could be a great six, uh, you know, triple threat match. I think either team is fine as champion, but if I got to put a real pre- a prediction on it, I'm kind of hoping the Alpha Academy walk away with it again. I, I I kind of agree, and 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 that's just because I do enjoy them. I I, I like Chad Gable. I, th- yeah. I it, it's funny because I, I think a lot of um, a lot of guys that are in my camp or. That are the old school guys that would rather watch something from the 80s or 90s. Shit on a lot of what's modern. I enjoy the shoosh thing. Right. I think that's good heel heat for Chad Gable. Um, And I like the team of Chad and Otis. I am. I am. um, I'm not a fan of the Street Profits. And it's, it's the gimmick. I think they're both good performers. Actually, I think Montez Ford is a modern-day Shelton Benjamin. Yes. yes. He is that good. Yes. So I take nothing away from them. I just don't enjoy the gimmick. I think it's no, obnoxious. It, it, it's kind of like they did Crime Time 2.0, yeah. but without all the uh, we're stealing things kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And look, yeah. like you said, I think Angelo Dawkins has been in the WWE in the NXT circuit for like 10 years, so he deserves his call up to the main roster. Mm-hmm. But Montez Ford has got a star power with that leap, you know, that frog splash and everything he does is great. But I think they still have time to grow to become a champion again. I do too. And I, I think Orton and, and Riddle, greatest champions, great tag team. It's actually bringing out more fun from Orton a little bit as opposed to that 
not smiling, not being, you know, always serious. I'm going to kick you in the head guy. Mm -hmm. But I think Chad Gable and Otis, because of what they did out of them in their prior careers, you took Chad Gable's tag team partner away to make him Kurt Angle's son. Kid got hurt, can never wrestle again. Chad Gable just floundered. And then you made him Shorty G. And then Otis, you took his partner away. You gave him the money in the bank. You took that away from him. You gave him Mandy Rose. You took her away from him. It's <laughs> like, yes, let them be the tag team champions and be happy. Yes. They deserve it now. <laughs> and I agree they should win. And I think they should go, the WWE should go the opposite way with what everybody expects. I don't think Randy should turn heel. I think Riddle should turn heel. Right. Um, right. Just flip the script and surprise us for once, you know. Right. I mean, and yeah, I I agree though. I think I think that uh, that Otis and Gable should go over here. I I agree with it as well. Uh, and yeah, Riddle could very easily snap on Orton and say he spent so much time with Orton that now he feels like he's you know frustrated and can't handle it. Randy maybe got too soft. Mm-hmm. And and should have been more like Randy and let Riddle be like Riddle, but Randy forced Riddle into being more like Randy and just you know, there's twenty ways they can go with it or leave him as a tag team. Right, if Randy Orton ain't complaining. You ain't got to break them up anytime soon. <laughs> exactly, you know exactly. Next match on the list is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs taking on the, the Usos or the tag team titles. Now, <clears throat> here's my feelings here. It seems like that whenever one of the Usos gets a DUI, they automatically become tag team champions the next week. <laughs> yeah. Which is bad, considering you say we fire people when they have three strikes. Yeah, I was going to say, well, opposite opposite of the Hardys. Yeah. Just saying. You know, uh, but I don't know if I... I think I like them staying champions, and here's why. Nakamura and Boogs are a thrown-together team. I like Nakamura more as a single, and I mm-hmm. kind of would like to see Rick Boogs' team... Would Braun Breaker as like a new age Steiner Brothers? Yeah, and everybody that uh, doesn't uh, listen to our shows or infrequently listens to our shows, surprisingly, considering how much I, mm, what do I want to say, how much I um, criticize modern wrestling product and modern wrestling gimmicks. I am a fan of Rick Boogs. I am too. And I'll die on that hill. I think the guy's super entertaining. But I agree with you, Archie. I think the Usos just keep their belts, move along. Um, right. I enjoy Shinsuke as a singles more. And I, I would like to see I would like to see Rick paired up with somebody else that kind of maybe fits his well, I mean, I've seen, seen him on SmackDown in this red singlet last week, and he threw a suplex, and I went, man, if that didn't look like a Scott Steiner suplex. Mm-hmm. And then I thought to Braun Breaker in NXT, and they're calling him up to the main roster. And I'm like, well, there you go. Have Braun induct the Steiners, who are now being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Right. You know, and then have him show up on, on SmackDown, maybe. And after a couple of weeks, put him and Rick together. What's the what's the worst that could happen? They flop. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. go back to the drawing board with them. Well, and you can do you can do the it on on it is. Uh, I'm sorry because you know me and modern yeah. product is Braun on SmackDown. 
They have not put him on a show yet. He's been, okay. he's been on the uh, house show uh, loop right now with them. And if he wins back the NXT title, obviously he'll stay in NXT. Mm-hmm. But there's been heavy talk of him coming to the main roster because, and you know what? I agree. Vince sees a star in him. Kid's oh, got yeah. all the yeah. chops in the world and has strength beyond strength and charisma. Let him go for it. Why not? Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the reason I asked which roster was he on is he's obviously amazingly talented. Mm-hmm. You could almost do on SmackDown with Braun and Boogs that you do with on Raw with with uh, Randy and Riddle. Right. Know? Boogs is kind of the, you know, the, uh, what do I want to say? Not comedy <coughs> figure, but... Airhead, um, a little more. Yeah, more laid back. Guitar, right? Yeah, more know? laid back, and and Braun is 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 more serious, and it works. It always works in wrestling if it's a, exactly. the right two guys. Exactly, if they can play off each other the right way, it works. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you never know. In any case, though, if Nakamura and Boogs do go over, it's great that Shinsuke gets another title run. Obviously, because mm-hmm. they don't do that much with him. And of course, Rick does deserve something in the WWE already. Um, having he having been the guy who killed the the Elias gimmick, in my opinion, because his guitar playing was better than Elias. Right, right. <laughs> you know, um, next matchup, which I don't feel should be on a WrestleMania card, but maybe I'm wrong. Uh, we have Drew McIntyre taking on Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin. Well, you know, I hate Corbin. Yeah, so do I. And and Drew deserves better. Right. Let Drew go over. End of story. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't have anything more on that, buddy. <laughs> if they give them more than if they give them more than ten minutes, it's a waste of a match, mm-hmm. and you're taking up time from a match that deserves it. Because let's face it, this could have been a SmackDown main event and had been done. Yes, it didn't have to be on WrestleMania, but I guess they felt they needed some of the undercard at WrestleMania, and since they're doing the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on SmackDown and not on Mania. They were like the hell with it. We'll just put these guys on the card. I just think it's 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 a slap in Drew's face. Yeah. And I don't know. Two great like title it. runs and then yes. here, here deal with Corbin mm-hmm. and Madcap Moss. Um Jesus. so hopefully Drew just goes over decisively. And right. that's all we have to say about that. Uh we then have Pat McAfee taking on Austin Theory. Um I love, I love Pat McAfee. I, I love you. Pat McAfee. He is, um, in the modern era of wrestling, he's the best color man. Mm-hmm. Um, I I'll put, I'll put Excalibur in his stupid mask up against oh, Pat yeah. McAfee. I'll put oh, yeah. Corey Graves, who I do like Corey Graves. But, I like Graves, yes. And I, you know, I hate Byron Saxton. Um, Pat McAfee is great. He entertains me. He's fun. He's a guy that is from outside of wrestling that gets wrestling. Right. And and when he did that shit with Adam Cole, man, he showed that guy could wrestle. He's exactly. Who, you know, he's almost like a throwback. You you remember in the eighties, we got guys coming in from from football into the wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. And you were like, okay, well, we had Ernie Ladd who was good for what he was and things, but then they had that WrestleMania Battle Royal where it was um, the re- the football players and the wrestlers. The fridge. Yeah, and it was, and you saw some of these guys throw a clothesline, like, damn, how do you learn how to do that? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So McAfee or, has... Or, 
let's say this LT, right? Lawrence Taylor, yeah, exactly. You know, um, um, Austin Theory is still too young for me. This is a kid that should have been in NXT for at least a year and grown and grown a character rather than just being I take selfies because we've already had that mm -hmm. with three other wrestlers before. You know, and now he's buddy buddy with Vince McMahon. And everything is, if you don't win, I'll fire you, kid. Well, guess what? You're probably going to fire him in six months anyway. What I, will, what I will say about Austin is he has the potential to be the future. Yes. Um, and obviously, we all know, calling a spade a spade, Vince will probably be involved in this. Mm -hmm. um, and I think McAfee... Alright, so here's my thing. Here's where I'm on the fence on this one. Right. Do you put McAfee over because it's WrestleMania, it's celebrity, blah, blah, blah. Right. Or do you build that future star and put Austin over? Put Theory over. I don't know. I don't know on this one. See, um, with me, I think Vince is going to put Theory over because he likes the, you know, it's not just a storyline on TV. I think he likes Theory. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he likes Pat McAfee as well. He wouldn't have hired him as a commentator after everything that went on with the Adam Cole storyline. Um, but in in the end of it, Pat McAfee goes behind the announcer's desk again. Whereas right. Theory's right. going to be in the ring from there on mm -hmm. out. So why would, you know, if you put Pat, Pat McAfee over, yes, he's a celebrity. Yes, it gets exposure. But it does nothing for the bigger storyline later on in time. Unless they're carrying this out. You know, somewhere and, down the line. Yeah, and I agree. I mean, I think you put theory over and I mean if you if you're if you're committed to him, move on, you know. Right, right. And but it, it's a good match for him, I think, to oh, yeah. establish himself. And I and I but, totally see what you're saying. He probably does need a couple more years of conditioning. But man, I, I see the potential. He's so good. I watched him on, uh, remember WWE did that special where they went to the indie company that they had just bought and they gave them a whole two-hour show. Mm -hmm. And Theory fought in the main event, event against Jensen, who's on NXT now in a tag team. And they unified the titles. It was the GWN title and the other title, you know, his the title. And the kid had great mood. I mean, I saw everything I needed to see in him to say, okay, he deserves to be in a WWE main roster someday. But then, okay, immediately two months later, oh, he's in NXT. But then all of a sudden, here he is on Monday Night Raw. And I'm like, right. wow. Yep. Talk about strapping a rocket to the kid's back. Yep. And, I mean, he is he is dance. super good. He is super good. And he is definitely he is. the future of the business. But I agree with you. They brought him up a They brought him along a little too soon. A little, little soon. A little mm -hmm. soon. But, but we'll hopefully see. he'll grow into it. We never know. Mm -hmm. We never know. Uh, up next is uh, Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan taking on Naomi and Shasha Banks. Taking on Natalia and Shayna uh, Baszler, taking on the women's tag team champions of Zelina Vega and Carmella in a fatal four way. Now, the one thing I don't like about this match is that it got billed as a fatal four way, which means one pinfall and we're done. Mm -hmm. So this match could end up lasting all the five minutes, but you yeah. got eight of the most shining women on your roster. They oh, it's it's, it's definitely going to be quick. Right. So, um, I, I honestly think that they're going to give it, if they're going to give it to anybody, 
I'd like it to be Ripley and Morgan because they're such a fresh young team and they match each other and complement each other so well. <laughs> and it's kind of hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. No, I agree. <laughs> uh, but I think they're going to probably go with Naomi and Shasha Banks mm-hmm. because Banks hasn't had a title in forever. And Naomi deserves it after the shit she dealt with with Sonya Deville. You know. And let's face um, it, Natalia's just there as a, um, you know, the, the veteran. And she mm-hmm. they ain't taking that seriously anymore. No. And and she's a missed opportunity. And that's a, that's a discussion yeah. for another day. Of course. But I think, um, honestly, Zelina and Carmella... <laughs> Are a fantastic heel women's team. I agree. Um, but I agree with you. I think it's it, if you're if you have these four teams in a match. Um, I, I agree with you. I think that I think that 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 that, that the team that should win is the the faces that you're pushing. Right. You know, and 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 Ripley is amazing. Rhea Ripley's amazing. She is the future of the women's division. Once Becky and Charlotte are out of the way. Mm-hmm. She is. And um what's the other girl's name? Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, yes. I, I, I saw her face, but I didn't see her name. <laughs> um Yeah, they're just they're really good. They're both good. And if you're if you're Trudging on in the future, this is your team to go with. I agree. I mean, I, look, I could also say Zelina and Carmella deserve to keep the belts, mm-hmm. but Carmella's getting ready to go get married to Corey Graves. Their wedding is like any couple next couple weeks, month, or whatever. So she's probably going to be gone for a little while, at least a month on a honeymoon or whatever. So where do you explain she went, whatever? So I think taking the belts off of them at Mania and rewriting Zelina Vega into a different storyline will be better than keeping the belts off TV for a month. Right. Now, um, coming up next is the match I probably like the least most. It's the Mysterios, Ray and Dominic Mysterio, mm. taking on Miz and Logan Paul. Uh, I've, I've said this on We Can't Wrestle. I've said this on countless other podcasts we do. I'm not a fan of Dominic Mysterio. I think that the WWE only hired him to keep Ray in the company so that he wouldn't go anywhere else. And he's gotten better, but it's still Dominic Ray Mysterio's son. It's not Dominic Mysterio. You know what I mean? That'll always be that way until Ray is out of the company Mm -hmm. and this kid does something for himself. But then you go and add Logan Paul, who I loathe. It's just, you know what I mean? It's just... This match needs to be 10 minutes and end in a double disqualification. Yeah, I don't care about this. <laughs> I don't, I don't care, care about this. And I actually told a, a, a guy of, that I work with that is a wrestling fan, too, just literally like 48 hours ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know who Logan Paul was until he was in the WWE. Oh, I know who he was. I know who And he I was. still don't know who he is. <laughs> I really don't. Well, I couldn't give a shit, and I love brother, Rey Mysterio. He's one of my favorites ever. Right. I have no issues. I've always liked Ray since he was WCW Cruiserweight, since he was Lucha and Underground. The Miz. Miz is great. Right. Why couldn't we get Ray versus Miz? Why did that yeah. involve, you know, I would have even have taken Dominic versus Miz. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're putting a, a, a inter- internet celebrity in with two good wrestlers and his and one of the wrestlers' sons, and it's like, okay, are we really supposed to care? And yeah, he, they need to put this match dead in the middle of where they want the crowd to go dead, so that the following match could get amped up again. Because if they put this like in the middle of a match that just went great, and they're expecting the crowd to still be pumped. It ain't gonna happen, right? Yeah, I, I guess this mania. So I'd put the mysterious over. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. I would too. Miz is no Miz. It doesn't have a WrestleMania streak going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not like he's like four and zero or anything like that at Mania, so it won't hurt him in any way. And let's right. face it. He loses, it's no big deal. But with Logan Paul being there, he might have it written into his contract that he he gets a win. Right. You never know. Mm-hmm. So, um, next up, which again, I'm uh, um, as many celebrities are on this card, I'm not as upset as I am over Logan Paul. We have Sami Zayn taking on Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> um. <laughs> And it's Lord a no disqualification have, match. Lord have mercy. Um, Jackass is funny, right? It is. Let's, you it know anybody that tell, anybody that tells you it isn't is full of shit. It's funny. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I say keep this short. Sammy goes over. Right, right. Or if Johnny is going to go over because it's a no disqualification match, you guarantee the Jackass crew is getting involved. So we right. may see Steve-O jump off of something really high and and take Sammy out. You never know. Mm-hmm. You know, they ain't got Jeff Hardy to do a crazy stunt this year at WrestleMania. So for all we know, Steve-O's going to come off a 20-foot ladder. <laughs> never know. But, yeah, I would put, <laughs> I'd put Sammy over, too, because just because he deserves it. You know what I mean? Oh, for now, sure. If, if, if Jackass Forever would have been coming out during WrestleMania weekend... I understand this match, but Jackass Forever came out a month and a half ago. Right. So we're not leaning on the celebrity of Jackass anymore. It's just <laughs> Johnny Knoxville's taking on Sami Zayn. Okay. You know. But we'll yeah. get into that after we're all done when I grind my gears uh, a little bit at the end of the show. Um, next up, a match I'm looking forward to, AJ Styles versus Edge. And this is crazy, calculated, ultimate opportunist Edge, not happy-go-lucky, hey, I'm back, I'm just happy to be here, Edge. Right. So. Uh, if you're if you're going with this iteration of Edge, this right. totally works. I'm absolutely looking forward to the match. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I think this was a hard <laughs> call. This was a hard call. Right. Right. Because um, Edge is Edge is essentially part time, right? He needs a month or so after a pay per view to come back and get back together into the company. So I understand what you're saying. And AJ is up there in age, right? Um, it's going to be a fantastic match. I oh, predict, yeah. though, the Edge is probably going to go over, just because. Even though recently, in the past five or six years, AJ has totally been a WWE guy, 
I think Vince looks at Edge as the ultimate WWE right. guy. Exactly. So I think exactly. Edge is probably going to go over somehow and um, retreat until SummerSlam. Right. I, I could I could see that. And then maybe they continue the Edge-AJ feud into SummerSlam. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Where, Edge, where mm-hmm. AJ gets the win, win, win back. But yeah, I'm, I was on the fence for these two guys. To eat. Either of them deserved the win. You give right. AJ the win here, yeah. he could be catapulted to a world title match. You give Edge a match the win here, you keep up with that ultimate opportunist gimmick and that maniac Edge that it keeps, you know, a fresh storyline going. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I guess you have to go with Edge here too because it is WrestleMania. And, you know, <clears throat> it, it won't hurt AJ by losing again, you know, so it, it right. just furthers along the storyline. Um, next up, we have big time Bex, Becky Lynch, defending the Raw Women's title against Bianca Belair. Now, I like the match. I've actually been looking forward to it, but I don't like the way they've been booking Becky Lynch because they keep saying, well, she's been the champion for 500 and some odd days. No, she relinquished her title at Money in the Bank the night after because she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. Just because she never got beat with the title for the title. Does not mean she did not vacate it. Right. So all that time in between is null and void. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah. It's just weird booking. Like, oh, we counted a, while she was gone. It's a bullshit tactic. Yeah. And, yeah. however, however, I think that with all that being said, <coughs> It is it is it is rightful that Bianca wins. Yes. And the reason I say that is because I think she got fucked in the the yes. SummerSlam match. I agree. Let I her have her let that. her have her belt back. Let her have her moment. She's really good. Um I understand her- I understand why they did what they did at SummerSlam. I get right. it. You know, it's right. it's wrestling. It's a surprise. Oh, it's a it's a, not only a surprise return, but a surprise title win. Blah 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 right. blah. Right. And it established Becky as a heel, and I get it. But it's time to put the belt back on Bianca because, right. frankly, <laughs> she's that good. I I think she is that good. I agree. Uh, and here's the thing of it too. <laughs> you had that moment at SummerSlam for Becky to come back. Mm-hmm. You gave Bianca her moment at WrestleMania last year when she beat Sasha in night one of the WrestleMania matches in the main event, which the match won an ESPY award, and people are still are still talking about it. Do the same thing this year. Have these two women have a knockdown, dragout, killer match, right. and let Bianca have her moment again because of what she did to her at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Becky will not be hurt by losing the title. She's exactly. still going to chase the belt. We know she is, if she, unless they send her to SmackDown, in which case she's going to chase the SmackDown women's title. Mm-hmm. So, and honestly, what I would like to see here is Bianca wins the title, beats, beats Becky in the rematch, keeps it, and then whenever they do a shakeup or whatever, because of our what's going to happen in our next match, you do send Becky to SmackDown to chase into the for the SmackDown women's title, and maybe you bring Charlotte back to Raw. So Bianca can get her win over Charlotte now. Mm-hmm. Because it's time to, I don't want to say discredit, but it's time to remove Becky and Charlotte from always being the champions. Yeah. 
That's all it's been the last five years. And you I'm not gonna I'm I'm not gonna harp on this at all. This that's not what this show is about right now. We're talking about WrestleMania, but also it's time to get back to a time where you can move Becky back to a face role. Right. Because I am not a fan no. of her no. as a heel. She's basically the female Conor McGregor, and it's not playing well. No, no. She is so much better as a stone-cold baby face. I agree. I agree. You know, it, it, the thing of it is, the accent, the way that she comes to the ring when she's a face, it's it's cutesy, but she's mm-hmm. a badass when she wrestles. Yes. Mm-hmm. But now you've got this short little pine sun, because she's not exactly a tall woman. I'm not, and I don't mean that as a, you know, discredit her, but right. you've basically got this baby chihuahua now. So it's not as cute, it just, it's annoying. Going, bah, 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 I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, you know what Agreed. I mean? Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so, now, as I was saying, pertaining to what was going to happen in our next match, it's Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, this is going to be a great match because these two women work well with each other. They've had matches before. Put the belt on Rousey here. Mm-hmm. Charlotte's had a long enough run with the women's title. Again, let her move on to just regular feuding. Doesn't have to be a champion. But Rousey deserves to be the champion on SmackDown for at least three or four months. So you bring Becky in for that collision course that they were supposed to have years ago. I agree. I agree. You know, and the fans are digging Ronda Ronda again. Mm -hmm. They're cheering her. They're behind her. So why not? You know. And you're paying a lot of money. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know. Exactly. Imagine them just playing Brock Lesnar to just be there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, he's not a part-timer anymore. He's actually been at every Raw and SmackDown since he came back. But imagine just having Brock Lesnar be there. Be like, Hi, I'm Brock Lesnar. Are you fighting for the title? No, I'm taking on John Cena later. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't work. It doesn't work. No. He has to be a champion in some way or chasing him, you know. <clears throat> so now, moving on to the event of all, main events of all of that main events. Because they're billing it as the biggest WrestleMania main event ever. Winner takes all. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar with the World Heavyweight title and the Universal title on the line. Nate, who do you think is taking this one? All right. I I have actually... (laughs) I have actually thought on this a lot. And I think... I think that... What is happening here is building, and this is not a bad thing. This is what we did back in the kayfabe era. Right. You're thinking a year ahead. Roman goes over at WrestleMania. He's beating Brock. He is uniting those titles. And the reason I say that is because I firmly believe that at WrestleMania 39, the main event, and this is money, this is, I'm going to say this, F-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-U-C-K-I-N-N-N-N-N, fucking money, Roman and The Rock. I agree. So what you're building to here is Roman beats the Beast. 
Right. Next year, he's going to face The Rock. And I don't think that's a bad thing because no. in the modern era of wrestling, in the era that you and I have been, what do I want to say? Um, watch, really, really watching wrestling, not going back mm-hmm. and watching stuff from the past, but really watching wrestling. There has not been a long reigning champion. Mm-hmm. You know, you haven't had a three, four, five year champion since Hulk Hogan. Right. So what's wrong with letting Roman literally hold that title until next year? He's actually putting on great main event matches with whoever he's fighting. So what he is, what's bad and, about it? And, and the thing I say about Roman all the time, and people don't like it when I say it, but at this point, in this time, in this era, he is proving everybody wrong. Because five years ago, we were all going, fuck Roman. Why are they pushing Roman so hard? Every year it's Roman, 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 and the Roman sucks. And they're booing him out of their building yep. and blah, 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 blah. And look, Vince was right. He's the biggest star in wrestling. Yep. And he's good at it. Now, as a heel, yes. Perfectly. Yes, that's what I was going to say. And, and, as a heel. Yes, that's what I was about to say. The only thing I I disagree with Vince on is he shouldn't have been a face. Because he's such a good heel. But I also and, think the mixture of Heyman and Lesnar mm-hmm. is what made Roman pop as a heel. Because if he just came out... And been like, F the fans, F this, I'm me, and I'm the tribal chief. Everybody will look at him you go away, you suck. But because he mm-hmm. had Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar helping him get that storyline over. Right. Having matches with Daniel Bryan, Edge, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, the list goes on and on. He actually put on a great show as a heel. Exactly. So it wasn't so much as Vince being right as it was putting all the right parts together for somebody to finally go, hey, I like this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and I agree with you. I think Roman should go over, and I think then Vince should get on the phone Monday morning after WrestleMania and be like, Rocky, here's what we need you to do, buddy. Clear your calendar from move, recording, from taping any movies, filming anything for the next six months. You know what I mean? After... Come like the the sixth of month of the year. Don't worry, you're not filming anything, so we can get you insured to be at Mania. Yes, and then come Royal Rumble, you have the Rock come out and set up the match. You've got six weeks to set up the perfect WrestleMania match. Absolutely, and it, you know, and let's be honest. Is there a better match you could put forth after no. this year? Yeah, exactly. No, because you have the Rock coming out and basically telling him, "Hey, kid." Not only are you my family, not only are you my blood, but everything you're doing now, I was doing 15 years ago and better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because The Rock as a heel was golden in the Attitude Era. You know, so it makes it, 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 it the, the modern day version of what The Rock was versus The Rock. And then here's the thing. You put Roman over him, it becomes even more nuclear for Roman to be the best heel in, in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, so. and, and let's not sleep on this, dude. Heyman, 
and the rock. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, and then you, you if you even want, like they did what they brought out off of Sika when Roman beat uh, Jey Uso. Mm-hmm. Bring out Rikishi, bring out Alpha, bring out Sika, bring out the, the Uso's brother who's on NXT, bring out The Rock's mother. Do it all. You know what I mean? Bring them all out at WrestleMania so that you could... Look, Vince McMahon has always been a part of the Samoan dynasty. There's always mm-hmm. been one Samoan as a main figurehead of the of the WWF and WWE. We had Yokozuna, we had Umaga, we had Rikishi, we had The Rock. Let's pay homage to all of them then. For sure. Night. You know what I mean? I love it. And it, it, it works perfectly, you know. But let's hope that's what they do. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Lesnar has had two great title runs since he's been back. He's been feeding mm-hmm. with Roman constantly. He's been on every show. I'm more than sure Brock is going to go away for a month or two after WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it only makes sense for Roman to go over. I agree. I totally agree. And I don't know that you can go any other way with it. Um, just because of that. Just It's what I want to say. We're telling a story here, and I hope that's a story they're telling because that's right. the only story they can tell. <laughs> that's the only point. one that really makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, if he doesn't, let's say he doesn't, he, let's say he beats Brock. But it's not leading to him versus The Rock. Who does he wrestle next year then? Seth Rollins right. again? Exactly. Do we bring The Undertaker back out of retirement? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or are we building a new star that no one knows about yet that is going to just come pop up and go, Hey, Roman, it's me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's either The Rock or start building somebody tomorrow. Right. <laughs> ain't nobody going to be able to go toe-to-toe with Roman Reigns come next year's WrestleMania. So, now, on to the final part of our show. This is what grinds my gears, ladies and gentlemen. Wait a minute. What? I guess I joined you late. Uh Uh-huh. Two things. Yes. That we didn't cover while we were discussing this, that apparently you got to before I... Oh, 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 that's what we didn't mention. One of the matches, I know one of the matches I didn't mention. Go ahead. Which one? Okay. Well, I know we didn't discuss um, Owens and Austin. Well, the reason I didn't discuss that, I actually didn't mention it before you got, even got on the, show, the talk show, and obviously it's going to lead to Austin stunning him mm-hmm. or, or Kevin Owens beating the crap out of Stone Cold, one or the other. Um, but, I, I mean, I like this segment. I think it's great for both for, for Kevin. To actually get to interact with Stone Cold. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that was all I was going to say about it was, I think it is it is going to be what it is. And whatever it is, I totally will be into it. Yeah. Because, because um, Steve is doing it with, you know, apprehension, obviously. Right. You know, and I think it's going to be great. But the other thing I was going to say is I don't think Seth Rollins is facing Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. No, no I don't either. I have a couple other people I think it might be, but it and shouldn't reason, be Cody in my opinion. It shouldn't be because that's what we think it's going to be. And I, 
and I said this in our um, Asylum Wrestling <laughs> chat mm-hmm. earlier, yep. uh, a little kayfabe, breaking kayfabe for all of you. I'm a fan of kayfabe. Well, and I think that if the internet is saying it's going to be Cody Rhodes, it's going to be Cody Rhodes, it should be not Cody Rhodes. I agree. Um, my I'm candidate... Go my, ahead, can- <laughs> my candidate is Veer. Okay. <laughs> the only reason I say that is because it would be not only... I don't want to say a letdown, but it would be a swerve. And we don't right. have swerves in wrestling anymore. Ever. Well, they, the, the one swerve we had, they fired and went to AEW. Right. So. <laughs> but, um, um, no, I agree with you. Uh, it would be funny if, like, Veer came out and got on the mic and would be like, it's great to be here at Monday Night Raw. And Seth Rollins like, this is WrestleMania. You know, because he said he's supposed to show up on Raw after right. Mania. You know, but... Um, I'm but thinking, my, do you know who I think... You can tell me if I'm off base. But well, I think I think Seth Rollins' opponent for Mania is going to be John Cena. Now, that wouldn't be a bad switch. You know, good. that wouldn't be a bad bait and switch. Because once the music started, the fans would either start booing or pop really loud. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they do have a history. And Cena mm-hmm. loves to show up at Mania. Yes, and he he wasn't he wasn't on last year, was he? No, he was not. He See, was not. so I, I I do I think that it is. Let me say I'm excited that Cody is coming back to the WWE. If he is, I am right, I am. I I think there's potential there. Um, he is his father's son. Right. I think he's super talented, and he's going to do a great job there. But I think if he faces Seth at Mania, it's a letdown just because of all of the internet speculation. Right, right. Um, Cena deserves it. I think so, too. And even if you let Seth beat Cena, it's not yeah. a bad thing. You know yeah, what I mean? let Seth go over. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to that at all. Right, um, right. Um, but... See, I'm looking at it in, in three different directions of people who would, would benefit um, that are either on the roster or need to make a comeback. And I'm thinking either Johnny Gargano, mm-hmm. because he didn't sign with AEW, and he's been gone now three months from the WWE. Right. So what a way to introduce him back is to be Seth Rollins' opponent. Number two, Elias, but with a whole new gimmick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, in reintroducing him to the crowd, and Seth could beat him. You know what I mean? But at least it sets it sets him up in for, in for the future. Or number three, there has been talks that NXT Stand and Deliver will be Tommaso Ciampa's last NXT show. Right. So who's to say it can't be Ciampa that comes out to fight Seth Rollins? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now he debuts on the main roster. He beats Seth. Seth goes into a tirade because he lost at Mania. And you've made an instant star in Tommaso Ciampa. Absolutely. You know. But 
<laughs> both probably very wrong, and it will be Veer. <laughs> it'll be Cody, Veer, and we'll be like, all right, it's be, Cody. It'll be Veer. It's going to be Veer, <laughs> and Seth's going to beat him in three minutes, and we're all going to be like, okay. What happened yeah. to China Knoxville? <laughs> that, that, that was my thing. It was either, um, if it's not Cody, which <laughs> at this point, I think I think Cody should debut at Mania. I do too. But I honestly think that the best, most dramatic thing to do is to have him come out before Seth's match. Right. And then you've left it like, okay, is Seth's match scheduled for two, for night two? I, they have not yet said it. I, it hasn't even been like it's, it might be night one, but I think they're doing the Kevin Owens show as the main event for mm-hmm. night one. And then they're leaving a few different matches for night two. So how so, so how about this? How about this? If it's not gonna be Cody and Seth's match is night two, you have Cody come out just to do a promo on night one. Right. And then it's like, well fuck. <laughs> Cody already came out. Who's gonna be Seth's opponent? Right. right. Or you, leave, you have you Cody leave the come sp- out and cut his promo. Like you said, before Seth's match, Seth's in the ring. The American Nightmare song start out, starts up. Because they said he's going to have the same music, same everything. Mm-hmm. Cody walks out in a suit and goes, oh, I'm not here to wrestle. You know what I mean? I'm just here to tell you guys. Right, yes. And I'm back in the WWE. And by the way, Seth, your opponent is this guy. And then you have it be John Cena. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then you know, and then then that would kind of give the fans what they want. Okay, Cody's back, but then also give us a pretty funny moment, you know, to remember right. at Mania. Mm-hmm. So, you know. so I hope I I'm just saying. Uh, my final word here is: I hope that with that match, they do they they go back to kayfabe, right? Because God right. damn it, I miss it. I miss not knowing what's going to happen. Exactly. Um, yeah. I at least, you know what? Spoil it for me 10 minutes before. Don't mm-hmm. spoil it for me a month and a half before. Right. Exactly. Now I've got a month and a half to sit there and wonder either is it going to be good or is it going to be bad. Mm-hmm. And now I've got it so built up to be this best thing ever that when it flops, I really hate it. And even right. if it's good, I still think it could have been better. Right. You know, yes. that's. That's the, the problem I have with a lot of the letting us know this is going to happen, that's going to happen. Oh, did you hear The Undertaker's in town tonight at Raw, and he's going to show up. Well, is he mm-hmm. wrestling? We don't know. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, in any indication, I'll make this part quick. As This is grind my gears. And we were talking about it during the WrestleMania predictions. I am not a very big fan of celebrities at WrestleMania. Now, don't get me wrong. WrestleMania 1, we had Liberace, we had Mr. T, we had Ray Charles, we had Muhammad Ali. That was fine and well. You know what I mean? WrestleMania 3, we had Bob Euchre. That's great. WrestleMania 10, we had Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCartney. Another one, great. You use somebody who was a modern day star. Now here we are at WrestleMania 38. And yes, I love Jackass. But Johnny Knoxville should not be in a wrestling ring. No. 
<laughs> Logan Paul, an Instagram, YouTube trendsetter whose brother is making a mockery of boxing right now by beating athletes in fixed fights. I'm not lying. You don't believe me? Go look all over the internet. They show him giving the boxer a sign that he's about to land his haymaker so he can knock the guy out. You understand? He's yep. giving this guy credibility by putting him on WrestleMania. Right. And you're making him fight guys. You're making them fight guys. Look, Sami Zayn is obviously a funny com comedic part of wrestling. So it's not always so serious with him. So, okay, he can handle Johnny Knoxville. But Rey Mysterio is one of the most respected cruiserweights in the business. And The Miz is a two-time world heavyweight champion. Didn't really have to involve Logan Paul with this, with the, you know, right. lump him in with that <laughs> list of people. You know what I mean? Nope. Do we have to put up with seeing Steve-O jump off a 20-foot ladder, possibly? Or, you know, one of the other guys, Chris Ponteus, sticking an alligator up Sami Zayn's ass out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It's, it's what's going to happen. It's the Jackass crew. They're going to do right. something crazy. The only one I don't have a problem with is Pat, Mc, Pat McAfee. Because he is trained. He's shown that he can wrestle. He put on a hell of a match with Adam Cole. And then went into war games and put on a hell of a show there. Yeah. So for all intents and purposes, Pat McAfee deserves to be at WrestleMania. But Vince, just because you think it's going to get you an extra four or 500,000 hits on YouTube or to the DVR, I guarantee you that it didn't make any of Logan Paul's fans run out and buy Peacock. Right. For the five ninety nine a month <laughs> to see Logan Paul at WrestleMania. Okay, they're going to watch it on YouTube and TMZ the following day. All right? It certainly didn't make any of the jackass. Jackass fans were already wrestling fans. <laughs> so they, it didn't change the buy rate for them. You know? So, Vince, from now on, when you're going to bring in a celebrity, bring in somebody that makes sense. Please don't give us Snooki again. For the love of God. <laughs> please don't bring please don't bring in Floyd Mayweather again. Or Kim Kardashian. Or Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Leave us alone with the Instagram and social media celebrities. And I even take back Floyd Mayweather. Because at least he had a fight with the big show. Well, and I'll say that I'll say that too about Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny deserved to be in WrestleMania. He did. I had no idea who the hell that guy was. Nope. Nope. But he did good. He did good. He came in the Rumble. He actually did yeah. great. The Lesnar came in the ring. <laughs> you know? So, But but yes, I agree with you. Um, it's if you it's were overkill. Give us, if you were going to give us a celebrity in the Miz match, you should have given us like the Miz and a made-up tag team, one of the tag teams on the roster, versus Rey Mysterio, Bad Bunny, and Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. That I could have handled more. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? At least there was a storyline there. Right. You know? So. Yes. Nate, I want to thank you for jumping on and joining joining me. Absolutely. And, uh, helping me get through this uh, WrestleMania predictions. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night of WrestleMania. Let us know what you think by leaving comments on our Facebook pages, on the We Can't Wrestle Facebook page, and the If You Smell With The Arch Facebook page as well. Um... 
Again, thank you to Nate. Thank you to everybody for continuing to support the WrestleNet Radio family of uh, podcast that we've got going on here. And I will see you next week for the entire WrestleMania card. Giving you the results of NXT Stand and Deliver, WrestleMania Night 1, and WrestleMania Night 2 next week on If You Smell What the Arch is Looking.